you want us to be. Dear Father, unite us in spirit and in understanding, in faith, so that we will receive the word which you stored for us as you want us to be. In Jesus' most exalted name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's my pleasure once again to stand before you to share what we are hearing from the beginning of this year. As God has promised, God is continually speaking to us week after week. And also when you, I do not know how many of you are observing or alert in attending this service. And from the beginning even now, I can say that already your commitment was already done. Your prayer was done. And you have taken the promise as well. But now we are going to hear the word. In the series of messages from January till now, what you are hearing is recently I can just remind you. On 22nd we heard about go and preach. That is the pastor preached about it. And secondly, even in the authority of the believers that we have heard about it on Victor night. And praying for souls that also in the vigil night. And last week we heard about evangelism by Brother Kenneth. And when you look at it, the portion which I have to chosen today is John's Gospel, chapter 4, from verses 1 to 26. From this, as we know, there are many sermons we have heard, even in this church as well. And... I remember and uh, I have noted that even uh, 2014 in the Victor Night Pastors also shared about the characteristic of the Samaritan sister and the Samaritan woman. Now, we are going to study about the characteristic of Jesus Christ, how he dealt with that Samaritan woman. And as we know about our theme is the evangelism. We are going into deeply to know about what is evangelism. And you know generally about what is evangelism and why we should do that. There are many things we have heard about it. But now this topic is about a personal or the potential of the personal evangelism. How do we do it effectively from this scripture what we are going to learn? And also about uh, how the Lord Jesus Christ himself has shared with, uh, with us or with that woman. Widely when you look at it, there are two types of evangelism. One is the mass evangelism and the second is the individual evangelism. But the Lord Jesus Christ, he did it from the mass, about 5,000 to 70 and also to 70 to 30 and 12 and 3 and also to 1. One by one he evangelized in this world. For the purpose he was sent to this world to save the sinners, he did it from all the range. But we know by ourselves, not every one of us who is sitting here is going to be a mass evangelist. And if we say that, oh, the church is emphasizing or encouraging you to do evangelism in this year, you might be wondering how do we do that? And you may be thinking about there are so many things in your mind. But we have lost in the past what we heard as a summary. Why we should do evangelize? Because the great commission is given. 
because the Lord Jesus Christ has said that the harvest is plenty, the labors are few, and also there are in Matthew 24, the chapter we know that about the last days, what is happening, we are watching what is happening around the world, and all the things are confirms as that to us that the coming of the Lord is soon, and before that, the gospel has to be preached, so we are in the last minutes to preach the gospel. So there are many reasons why we should evangelize. We are forced to. Further, when you look at the any media, all are emphasizing and encouraging this year. I notice that it is uh, about evangelism. So how do we do that? How do we do that? It is true we should do that. There are reasons. How do you do Personal evangelism effectively or potentially through this message what you are going to do or what you are going to meditate in this hour. Actually the portion is from uh, John chapter 4 verse uh, 1 to 26. I may not be going to read the whole thing and I will read part by part and uh, because of the time concern. First of all, what is why we should do evangelism? How? When you look at it in this conversation, the whole story is known to you about the Samaritan woman when he came, she came to take collect water. Jesus Christ, Christ was there. Let us read the scripture better for you. 1 to 6. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. He left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. Verse 5. So, he came to the city of Samaria, which is called Sichar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weird from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about six hours. What is this? In this history, mostly Jews, because of the discreet for Samaritans, they avoid crossing Samaria. That is the history. Jews, usually, they don't cross Samaria. But here, we see, Jesus and his disciples chose to pass through Samaria for a special purpose. As it was in Luke 5, 29-32, that is, Jesus Christ met a tax collector, Matthew, and also similar social contacts, there are many more. As I presented in uh, uh, Cell Get Together, how every individual, how Jesus Christ has met, that I mentioned about the relationship evangelism, Martha Mary, and also the tax collector Matthew, and the tax collector Zacchaeus, and uh, the Pharisees, and Peter's house, and uh, Matthew's house, like so many individuals Jesus Christ met, and uh, he went them and got the gospel. Here, this passage is the very longest passage from among the gospel. And this gospel is the only gospel it is recorded about the Samaritan woman. In this, he has a purpose for this as he was crossing. 
Why people are not coming to... Uh, for, for us, what is the lesson? Here, Jesus Christ himself initiated or volunteered to cross Samaria. The purpose is known to him. He might meet that woman or a sister. We, the great last week also we heard. The commandment is, go and preach the gospel. While sitting, we cannot preach the gospel at home. But we are to go. In this, why people are not going to church or coming to church? It is because we are not going to the people. If we go, people will come. And we can't be a fishers of men by fishing in a barrel. Because the fish won't come to the barrel. Then we must go where the fish is. The problem with the sowing the seed is not that there is not a good ground to be found or looking for the fruit when the seed is still in the barn or in the storehouse. In Agai 2.19 it says that. So when we have the seeds in our hand, without you go and sow it, we cannot expect the fruit. So as simple as that, first we must have in this case, what Jesus Christ has done to her. The first point, what I say is, initiate a contact socially. Initiate a contact with anyone socially. We cannot go with clothes with as you are a priest or you are a pastor. As to win the soul, you cannot go with that. Just initially, first point what you are learned from this conversation with the first five, one to six verses, the initial contact, a social contact. We must have a social contact at the same time. Do not confuse the separation with the isolation. Yes, we must be separate as, as per Second Corinthians 6, 14 to 18, to make the difference. But this does not mean we are to isolate ourselves, as it is in John 17:15. Jesus paid there, and they, he said, they are not of the world as I am not. I do not pray that you will then from the world, but you should keep them from the evil one. That is the prayer he made for his disciples. So even though we are in the world, we are not of the world. So that's what is prayer. So it doesn't mean we will go and isolate and mix with these people. That's what the scripture says as uh, Paul is telling us in Second uh, Corinthians 6.16. So withdrawing ourselves from those who have not heard or obeyed the gospel in the contrary to the will of the Lord. So there are more opportunities. Available for social contacts, like, for an example, at school, for the children. You may be thinking, I'm so young, or the children, it is so young. I thought in that time, but, it's a big testimony, I cannot share all those things now. But, it is possible at any age, even the school children used to do. So, they have a contact, the social contact. So, the, even the student also can do that in that way. So at work, working place, we meet with the employers 
or our co-workers, there are occasions we come across to meet them and to say and tell about gospelers. At home, with our neighbor, friends, family, do we even know our neighbor? Sometimes we do not mingle with them. If we say there are other religious people, we don't mingle with them. We don't have a relationship with them. If we, do not, if we don't do that, how can you win them? Because they are your responsibility. Our close friends, we have friends. But how many of our friends are Christians? How many of us having a non-Christian friends? And why and when they will become your Christian? Or when they will be blessed as we are blessed? It is our responsibility. God is looking for it. So how do we do that? So this closeness to us can be difficult sometimes, but are reachable. As example, Matthew 13, 54 to 58, that you can read it. John 7, 5 and Acts 1, 14. So in that case, we have to develop. So we have no, I know some of the people, some of the, and the, 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 the churches, they don't even attend non-Christians and the special occasions. And we, I, I always used to tell, when we invite people for our special occasions, as a Victorinite or a Christmas outreach, people used to come. If we don't come, we don't bother, but sometimes we may hurt. But at the same time, when you expect them to come to your home, when you expect, invite them to come to your church, if you do not go, what right they have, or you right, what right you have, or condemning them, or accusing them, why they are not coming. So this may, could be the one of the reasons, why all of our victory nights, there is no one turns here. Because you do not have the right relationship to relate with your neighbors, to relate with your friends socially, so that when you invite them, they will definitely come. Here, the church is taken, taken as a stand. You cannot go and preach. True. But at the same time, bring them here. We will preach. But how many of us are responsive or taken that as uh, seriously and bringing people to the church? We fail there. For us, the lesson is, first, if you are a soul winner, everyone is a soul winner. The great commission is given to everybody. It is not for chosen people. If you are a chosen people for the kingdom purpose, the commission is to you and me. So all has the right to bring the people for kingdom of God. So that's why God said, store up your treasures in heaven. What you are going to store in heaven? It is your money? It is your goal? It is your any property? Immovable or uh, immovable? No! Only treasure you can store it in heaven is the soul whom we win. Hello? How many of you store up your treasures in heaven? How much you are stored? You cannot take your gold or your money there. There only the treasure is the living soul. Save souls which are saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. So, the first level, the potential thing is develop or initiate, establish your social relationship. Secondly, verses from 7 and 8. A woman of Samaria 
came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Give me your drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. I'll read 8 or so. 9. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is that you being a Jew ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealing with Samaritan. What does it mean? Look at this here, the scriptures. Jesus' first words to that woman is, She came to draw the water. He was thirsty. By knowing the situation, he initiated the topic. Whom to speak? Who will start? Who will start the conversation? Whether that the Samaritan woman or Jesus Christ. It is he who initiated. He started the topic. Give me a drink. That is why the response is, How come you ask me as a Jew, being a me as a Samaritan? That is the question. And his first word is concerning around their common interest. What is the inter- common interest over there? The uh, second point is, Establish a common interest. So what is the common interest over there? Is water. Simple water. So he is initiated that, I am thirsty, give me the water. Now the common interest created into a bridge between them. So in that case, a meaningful dialogue is not necessary, especially involving a spiritual matter. But... A common interest allows opportunity for meaningful dialogue. Once a bridge for common communication has been established, it will be easier to discuss God's word with another person. There are many common interests which will include the following things I can say. What are they? So, first of all, develop a common interest. Actually, this is this message is particularly for the people, those who are in a particularly for the outreach ministry. How do we do that? But since this year, it is a challenge and also promise to each and every one of us as a church to do the evangelism. I, God was inspiring in my heart to tell each and every one of you because you will not go without proper preparation. You should prepare yourself to go. Otherwise, it will revert to you. You will be ashamed. So, there are a lot of things. We will come back to you, all those things. So, what are the common interests you can prepare or make out? About your family. Such as children, grandchildren. About your family. You can start with. And also activities. Such as work. Your community projects. Or hobbies of your individual. Or a shared uh, experiences, such as travel, or even tragedies, what, what you have faced. So don't feel that you must immediately begin talking about spiritual matters. You have to take time to nurture the common interest in that person. Yet, at some point, we want to reach the next stage as well, which leads to our third principle. Some of us, immediately, we go like that as if you are, sometimes, as you are a child of God for so many years. 
immediately if it is a the soul winning or a salvation to lead a person immediately go without don't go with the bible or open the bible read this one this one and that now none of the things are necessary in the beginning not even show that you are a christian but let the first develop the bridge prepare a common bridge between you and that person let that make after that definitely you will move forward let us see what is the next the third is arouse or stimulate your spiritual interest in john 4 9 and 10 what he has said then the woman of samaria said to him how is that you being a jew ask a drink from me as a samaritan woman for jews have no dealing with samaritans jesus said and said to her if you knew the gift of god and who he is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water see the turning point here it started with water but he also mentioned of jumped into a gift of god that is the living water when you go on to the conversation it end up in everlasting life so he started with water now it is he said about the living water what is that living water see the changes so in that case stimulate their spiritual interest can we stimulate their spiritual interest through our actions tell your neighbor that through actions and now hello i'm telling you tell your neighbors through actions now what you are stimulating you know you are making the person alert not letting them to sleep right through actions yes thank you example in here what jesus christ was telling as a man he speak to her as a woman very interesting is it very attractive opposite sex in speaking of course and uh, i am not encouraging you <laughs> so you have to go for the so the present world it is it god he is god we are humans so unless you are prepare yourself strong enough that you are not be win by her and uh, you should not take a step and uh, that will be become uh, sometimes unwise and is a failure secondly as a rabbi he speaks to her a immoral woman and as a jew he speaks to her a samaritan woman see how what he in stimulated the interest to make her to continue the conversation so he arose interest by simply speaking to her how do we do the same in our life as he has done that's why i said through our actions we'll do we can stimulate or create a spiritual interest by our examples by showing kindness and compassion to all even the evil and the wicked one in our own life we can make out people should come to us 
or you step forward to help the people those who are even though they are evil that will make a sense or make them to understand you are someone special you are someone who is not of a normal or human uh, normal person and the other way not by believing the cultural or a traditional or a social influences to those who are different so we are not going for there are so many things happening around we are not taking part of it they may ask some of us very personally they are it, they, it is a challenge for us most of our members in a working place when there is a special occasion comes and they celebrated in the offices they are feeling very difficult to, to attend over there because how can i associate in that function take part in that function even though it is an official one and how do we separate keep yourself away from that occasions but god gives you and helps you till today you are protected you are a living witnesses over there let the people know as they are known before even continue to know that you are a child of god because you are not associated with such things and then the people will even brother leo's testimony is always like that everyone from this office used to say you are a praying person god will help you you are always a praying person god will help you god will save you like that is a testimony so the same thing when they have the problem they will come to you that is how you make the bridge that is how you should be open up so in that way it is possible and by our own example as i said in your faith in what you believe in first peter 3 1-2 and also 15 it takes uh, talks about the behavior of your wife how by her conduct the household even the unsaved husband will come to know the unsaved household will come to know christ because of her behavior so your testimony is most important not your preaching your testimony the way you live it will bring people into christ amen if you agree say amen, amen. that means you will live a living witnesses for christ and you will win the soul in the name of jesus christ and through your words now you see the example of jesus christ from john 10 to 14 and 11 i will read the woman said to him sir you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where then do you get the that living water as you get, get greater than our uh, uh, are you greater than our father jacob who gave us the well and drank the, from the it himself as well as his sons and his livestock he was she was telling jesus answered and said to her whoever drinks of this water will thirst again but whoever drinks of this water that i shall give him will never thirst but water that i shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life see the words of the lord jesus christ so in your words it is possible to win them because that gives her a surprise and what she the jesus statement shifted the conversation into spiritual matters 
It was started with the water. Then he shifted to the spiritual matters. And he led them into the discussion of a common spiritual interest to the living water, as I said. So how do we do in our words? We can raise questions or make statements that shift our conversation to spiritual matters. For an example, what do you think about our world in the such a mess or a present world or a disaster, what is happening? It is a common. So you can just talk and start. And also, would you be interested that the Bible are about Jesus Christ? Personally. So, when they sometimes, I was asked this question, why you are a Christian? Why you do not want to be a Muslim? That is the opening. Why they ask? When I say, these are the things I cannot do, this is the times I am going, and these are the things, uh, church works, they will ask. Why? The words. The words makes them to open the topic, and then you continue presenting Christ. Continue presenting about the word of God. Continue presenting about the church and about the and, uh, uh, nothing less than the salvation and the everlasting life. Amen? In our words, we can make out. So we should remain... Sorry. So the discussion should be first in all the matters of common agreement. Start with the things upon which you agree to build a relationship, the understanding and to import the confidence in that person. If you develop that confidence in that person, it is easy for you to move further. Fourth point, when you develop the conversation from this passage, what you are learning is, don't go too far or too fast. You cannot just jump from here to there and one stretch. Don't do long jump or uh, high jump. Go step by step. We are very much in hurry certain things. Sometimes the new Christians, very specially, they always so excited after accepting Christ in them, they immediately jump up. Good to have the zeal, but God has given us the wisdom. We should discern and we should be wise enough to involve evangelism as well. So in this case, even 15 to 16, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, uh, so, uh, let me stop it, 15. So she, he said, Give me that water. What do you mean that? Do you think that uh, she knows about what is the living water? I don't think. She do not know. And there, Jesus Christ, he did not explain what it is. But we will come to know what, is the, what he has done. And she wanted the living water, but as I said, she should not really understood it. Jesus saw the need. And so are down the provide the proper ground work. First, she needed faith in him as a messiah. That is the first need. What is her need at that time? She should know Jesus Christ is the messiah. Secondly, he needed to provide evidence that he was the messiah. 
these two, two things are important than telling about what is the living water. If we are the in that place, what we will do, you know? Imagine, just imagine about yourself, if you are in that place. You will first come tell that, you know, I am a Christian for this many years. I am belongs to Bread of Life Church. You know that. I am in this. I know this, this, this. We are studying this, this, this. Uh, you, I know how where you will end up. Endless talk you will have than the point. But Jesus Christ never take any initiative or telling about uh, those things. But that is the need. What I want to say, instead of giving her the living water or explaining about what it is from the knowledge, he tells her to get her husband. Secondly, which will result in her conviction of him as a prophet. Sometimes people, we, don't realize that, what they needed. That is why he said, he did not say, when she asked, give me the living water. He did not say or take an initiative to explain or to give that water. He said one thing, go call your husband and come here. So that word made her to understand he is the, that's why ultimately she said, you are the Messiah. So, what I want to say is, they all want to talk about the particular subject. They may be about sin, about salvation, about repentance or baptism. You may be thinking about all those things. But before all those things, they should know who is Christ. And they really need something else in the sense, in evangelism or in a soul willing, let us not speak of what all we know or what they wanted, but speak about what their need is. Once again I repeat it. In personal evangelism, never ever speak about or from your knowledge who you are. And don't try to meet what they wanted. It is not they wanted. What their need is, is important. That much sensitivity or discernment should be there in your personal evangelism. Then only you can win that soul. Otherwise you will be missed out. Hello? Otherwise you will be missed out. I don't know how many of you understood that. For an example, some want to stay or study about, for as a Christian, or their revelation, when they need to uh, be there as a groundwork to the rest of the Bible, you should tell about, first of all, don't talk about the revelation or coming and the death and all these things. If God wants to, even Jesus Christ wants to be there, he should not tell about, I am the so and so, I am the one who is going to come and judge and all these things. He did not say all those things. But he simply said, go and call your husband. That's it. So, this is the principle we should follow. So, uh, the next point is there. So, it is important for that person not to choke on the meat, as the scripture was saying, because the time I am just moving forward uh, fast. 
So we wanted to be wise enough and discern the things about the to know the need of the person that has to be addressed. Fifthly, accept others where they are and don't condemn them. Accept others where they are and please don't condemn them. The example of Jesus. He could have dealt on her being an adulteress. John 4, 17-18 I have no husband, she said. And as started in John 3, 17 He came to save the world, not to condemn the world. He did not say that he is the one who comes to judge the world one day. That is not the primary purpose of his first coming. He came to save the sinner. After salvation. And he said, John 12, 47 also, I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The purpose of his coming on this earth and first thing is to save the world. Even though he is the judge who is going to come, he did not mention anything about her sin. As an adulterer, he never condemned her. Rather, he, he, the purpose is to win that soul for his kingdom purposes. So, though we preach against sin, our primary purpose is to save the sinner. Not to judge. First Corinthians 5, 12-13 Our focus should be to inform others of the forgiveness of God offers to us. Second Corinthians 5, 18-20 God seeks reconciliation with the sinners. We should do the ministry of reconciliation. That is important. Not to condemn them. But lead them to repentance and to reconciliation with God. That is the ministry you are supposed to do during the evangelism, the personal evangelism. Sixthly, stick with the main issue. That means our focus should be, we should be stable or strict in our focus, what we are, what we brought, what we present. And we should not deviate here and there. Sometimes what happened, as I said from the beginning, in the very bus point itself, make a social contact. We will be there only by remaining there for two hours. We waste that and we come out. We are most talkative, no? We don't listen. So, in the first point, when I say that, I do not know how many of you are going to do it effectively. First, as I said, develop your social contact. Don't stay there for hours together or years together. Only in the social development. We are not here to assess social development. We should know what is our focus is. The time is coming. We are having a very short time. So we should work fast. So our focus should not be diverted. Amen? Amen? If you say Amen, you understood it, you accepted it. Okay, John 14, sorry, 4, 19 and 20. Let us read. Sorry, accept others where they are. That is 17 to 18. Verse 17. 
The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that you have spoke truly. See the appreciation. First thing, you have well said. What you have said is right. Secondly, you spoke truly. If you are in our position, in Jesus Christ's position, do we think that we will dealt with her in the same way? Huh? If you know little, that's it. I know about you for this many years. I know heard about, I heard about you. You are so and so. Do you know that I do not know anything? I know everything. So we start like that only. This is a human nature. But as a Christian and as a child of God and as a soul winner, you are not supposed to talk or condemn her in such a way. Anyone. Whatever you are, whatever saints you are, you may be going to sit next to our Lord Jesus Christ. Fine. Appreciate it. But, when you are given your task to win the soul, that is not the thing coming to save you. And you will lose her. Some of the things. There are, you know, nowadays, we are hearing many, many incidences or accidents in a mission field. And so many of them are very badly beaten, brutes. So many things are going on. There are natural things. And some of the things are, I think, uh, we can assume things. Sometimes it happens. If you are not wise enough, because of our foolishness, we will get beatings. But we cannot say, for God's sake, I am beaten. It is not because of God's sake alone. It is because of your foolishness. We should be wise enough to speak. So, not everyone I can say, but there are exemptions. So, let us not be in that category of exempted people by our foolishness, get beatings from the public and come and say that for God's sake I am beaten. No. That's your foolishness. So, accept others where they are. And don't lose talk. Have your, let your words be very precise to the point. And uh, your words should be always led by the Spirit of God. That is why the scripture is always support you. Jesus Christ, that was the experience of the early apostles as we study on read from the uh, Acts of uh, Apostles. They are every time, even in the, in the epistles, what we know, at that time, even Jesus Christ on his time, he said, when you are taken away, don't worry about it. At that time, you will be know what to speak to our authorities. If the, really the Spirit of God is dwell in you or live in you and you are led by the Spirit, you know what you to speak at that time. That will protect you. That will set you free. That was the experience of the early disciples in the early church. They were caught. They were put in prison. God brought them. They relate the things, that's why, and the things of the truth 
and they are led by the, truly led by the Spirit. That's why they were all saved. Anyhow, let's move on. So, through preaching against sin, the primary purpose to save, not to judge. Our focus should be to inform others of forgiveness, as I said. Oh, sorry, stick it to uh, uh, sins. But Jesus answered that question that, who he is and what. That's why she came to know he is the Messiah. That's why really you are the Messiah. She confessed that. So, seventhly, <clears throat> communicate issues directly and simply. Finally, Jesus confronted or communicated that woman with his identity. What is the identity? From 25 and 22nd part and 26, we read it. He said, 25, the woman said to him, I know the Messiah is coming. Actually, some more thing we missed out. See, how she is wanted to escape from there, when the God was presenting about and bringing a husband, immediately she jumped into about the worship. And Jesus Christ from there also, he answered to her, what is worship means what? He is not diverted, divided or diverted from his focus. Again, she, he brought her back into the salvation. That's what uh, we study from here. What Jesus said it, verse 22, You worship what you do not know, and we, and we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But our is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers, we will worship the Father in spirit and truth. That's what he is continuing. At last, we come to the last point, of communicate the issue directly and simply. So, what he has said it, he will tell us all things. That's what the Samaritan woman said. But Jesus said, I will speak to you, am he. At last, he disclosed about himself. When she was telling about the prophet, when she was telling about the Messiah, he never ever said that I am that Messiah or I am that prophet. As the subject is over, then he came to tell and reveal himself to her, I am that Messiah. So, your identity is not most important. Identify or making Christ to that person is most important. So, in that case, what we learn from today's teaching, in a personal evangelism or a soul winning, I have brought some of the points as a summary that we will see few of them. Number one, take advantage of social contact. Secondly, develop common interest. While demonstrating your own faith through actions and words. D. Avoid fruitless arguments, emphasize instead common beliefs. You have to encourage them to know about beliefs or believing in God. E. Praise their good points and encourage them in the right direction, as Jesus said with the Samaritan woman. 
have one primary object that is to encourage them to study the bible even more ask if they would like to learn more about jesus christ or the bible or the church and also note that example of aquila and priscilla with apollo was preaching they led the people to bringing them that we see from acts 18 24 26 confront them directly with the opportunity to present jesus christ the word of god the bible again about the salvation then continue to develop the social contact continue to ex- establish the common interest take time to emphasize common ground to share in your spiritual interest carefully go from common ground to your uncommon ground stress the gospel message don't focus on their individual shortcomings have one primary object to help them to understand their need and gospel plan of salvation mark 16 15 and 16 colossians 1 5 and 6 confront them directly with the invitation to obey the gospel of christ by asking does this make sense is there anything i have said to you do you understand what i am saying have i been teaching you anything that apart from the bible do you know that so you have to interact or conclude that if they don't understand you have to make them to understand so you should ask would you be like to obey christ or now and be baptized that is a continuous the last stages that continue it has to be concluded that's what i'm saying once it is open that has to be completed so our focus is to win the soul at last so started with a social interaction so as a conclusion the result of jesus christ a conversation with a samaritan woman was the conversation of many people in the city of sihar john 4 in the last stage if you read it and we will come to know that and also this demonstration demonstrate to us a potential of a personal evangelism single person how long it took to win that soul and it is a very potential way of approaching or leading the person to christ that one person may be like a seed from which seeds may come forth realizing this potential we can better appreciate the words of jesus christ let me read you as a concluding verse from john 4:35 and 36 do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest Jesus Christ said to his disciples when they came back after he has finished he was telling them behold i say to you lift up your eyes and look at the fields 
for they are already white for harvest and he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together amen amen so you know who you are now are you the one who sows are you the one who reaps maybe the both the promise to us in this the lord saying is that both he who sows and he who reaps will rejoice together when the lord's coming if you are really a soul winner amen it is not exciting to you let's close our eyes it's a time for us to go to the last table prepare yourselves because we are running short of time that we have to go to the scriptures father once again we come back to you as you have spoken to us now it is a time for us to come to the your table which you prepare for us lord in the name of jesus christ we take authority and bless that bread and the wine which was kept before us and sanctify it to father help us to remember and be reminded of your body which was broken for us before 2000 years ago help us to remember the blood which was shed to save us before 2000 years ago and when we take this blood and take part in this as a communion the bread and the wine lord let us identify ourselves with you and acknowledge that you died for us and you are saved us and also when we come together lord we say to ourselves and confess before you that we are one with you as we are one on this earth father help us to understand this truth as you said help us to proclaim this gospel to this world of father in jesus most exalted name we pray and as all of you know this table is prepared for the children of god those who accepted jesus christ as the lord and savior and obeyed him into the waters of baptism and uh, it is not for children it is not for the people those who are uh, just coming to the church are not and not accepting christ as the lord and savior please i will read only few part of the verses from this bible and uh, that will be a reminder to you and therefore eat and this bread and drink this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner whoever will be guilty of the body and the blood of the lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lost body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many asleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged 
But when we are church, we are chosen by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. So, the scripture is very clear. You yourself church. And even in this time, if you sense that you have an unforgiven sin in you, it's a time for you to pray, confess before the Lord, and reconcile with Him. And if you are led to take, you can. That I am telling this to you, even a believer, those who are accepted Christ as the Lord and Savior. If you think that you have a sin in you, or you are conflict with somebody, it is a time for you to confess before the Lord, before you come to the, take part in the Lord's table. Amen? Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Father, once again, it's our privilege. Has you spoken to us and exalted to us through this word? I pray for each and every one of us. Lord, Spirit of God, you minister to us. Not in our word. You convict us. You correct us. Help us to come forward to confess before you. You forgive us. Lord, make us worthy to take part in this table of Father. So that we are partakers in your blessings. And we are partakers and sharing your blessings to one another. In Jesus' precious name we pray.
man, your souls will be fed. Come at the Lord, sing with patience. Receive from His name, God has. Eat of the bread of salvation. Of the blood of the Lamb. On the night you were betrayed, you took the bread. On the day when thank you broke, it has said, This is my body, broken for you. And as you My body broken for you, and as you eat it, remember me. On the night you were betrayed, you held the cup. On the giving thanks you lifted it up. This is my blood, what I for you, and as you drink it, remember me. This is my blood, what I for you, and as you drink it, remember me. Thank you for the wine and for the bread. For we see the life you give and the blood you shed. And we remember your wondrous love. And give your body, you shed your blood. And we remember your wondrous love. You gave your body, you shed your blood. By your blood, you have saved us. By your blood, you have freed us. By your blood, we can enter into your holy place. By your love, you forgave us. By your power, you have raised us. By your blood, precious blood of the Lamb. By your love, you have saved us. By your blood, you have freed us. By your blood, we can enter into your holy place. By your love. You forgive us by your power. You have raised us by your blood, precious blood of the Lamb.
appreciate him for the word and for the communion that we have received today. Jesus, we thank you. Somebody bless him for the word. The word has come in season today. Lord, we thank you for your word and thank you for the communion. You have fed us by yourself. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate him for the word that has come our way so powerfully today. Appreciate him for the communion, the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Jesus said, a man shall eat this and not die. That means whatever sickness, whatever infirmity, whatever discomfort you came with, is not permitted to go home with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord for your word. Thank you Lord for your grace. Thank you for all that you have released into our lives today. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I'd like us to take grace to make the most of what we have been taught today. Evangelism is for our glorification ultimately. That is the ultimate aim of God, to bring you and me into glory, to a glorious state. So it is what we have to do, what we must do. And we have been shown today by God's servant what we need to do. We need grace to do it. And one of the things the communion has done for us is to impart grace, the same order of life that Jesus had, and used to bring many sons into the kingdom in his days. Amen? So we are going to say, Lord, through the communion of today, let the grace to win souls like you come alive in my life. Let's make that declaration. By this communion that I have taken today, let the grace to be a soul winner, to evangelize the kingdom, come alive in me like never before. By this communion, the same way you won souls and brought many into the kingdom in your days. Jesus, let it come alive in me as well. Let it find full manifestation in my life. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. It shall be a month of testimonies for all. In the name of Jesus. This week, your long-awaited good news shall land on your tables. Whatever sickness or disease you came with is not permitted to go home with you. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. It shall be a month of great and mighty visitations of God. It shall be a month of rejoicing in your house. It shall be a month of celebration in your office. Whatever has been given you concern, you shall look for them and shall no longer find them again. In the name of Jesus. Go in peace. In Jesus mighty name. For those of us that are members of the intercessory team, we are meeting tomorrow at 4pm, not 6.30. I understand some people went there last week at 6.30. We are meeting tomorrow in the old hall by 4pm. Amen? God bless you. We are still exiting through this end. And for all our first time worshippers, please come to the front and one of our Leaders, we meet with you. Let's share the grace in fellowship and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us 
all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Evangelism and glory. God bless you. Make sure you invite somebody to church next week. Evangelism has started. Go in peace. Amen.